You're listening to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions, and I'm your host, Michelle Dawes-Burt. Fasten your seatbelts as it's sure to be an informative discussion and conversation. Keep in mind that we are not perfect, but we're empowered. Enjoy. Good afternoon and welcome to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions. I am your host, Michelle Dawes-Burt, and as always, I'm super excited to be here. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood here in Atlanta. Sunny skies, not a cloud in the sky. Spring is in the air. Yes, it is. We have made it through the winter. We are so excited about it. The weather, the temperature is changing, is going up. It's beautiful. Women are getting their toes done, having their toes hanging out. It's awesome. So we are so excited about that. So today, I just want to thank all of our new listeners. Thank you guys for checking us out and listening and leaning in. Let me give you a little bit of background about what Real Chicks Rock is all about. It's all about creatively collaborating and connecting to raise a awareness regarding issues that impact women. And we do it by community service engagement, public speaking, mentoring. We have workshops and we have the arts. This particular platform, we've been doing it for a couple of years now, and I'm always excited about it because I get an opportunity to talk to people that I think are making a difference in our community. And today is no exception. Today, we're going to look at it from an artistic lens, right? There is somebody here that has been doing phenomenal work here in Atlanta and really throughout the country, but I have seen her work here in Atlanta. I've always admired it, and I'm just honored to have her here today as a guest. Meet with me, my guest today, T. Lang. Hi, T. Lang. Thank you, big girl. Oh, you're welcome. You are beautiful. You are beautiful. Yes, welcome, welcome. We want to talk all about you. So let me just jump right in. Today's topic is dance and artistic expression. And again, like I said, my guest is T Lang. T T Lang, where are you from? Where are you from? So I am from the suburbs of Chicago. Okay. A small little little town called Shoreline. It's near Joliet. Um, born and raised there, but then I grew up in my twenties in New York City. Uh huh. Uh huh. I f- I feel that New York vibe. I feel that New York vibe. Tell me, what was life uh, for you like in Chicago growing up in the neighborhood? What was it like? What was the energy like? The, was it music in the air? Give us a little background of that. Oh, I love those questions. Thank you. So, suburbs of Chicago. Yes. Parents are part of the Great Migration, mm-hmm. uh, first generation after Jim Crow, and, um, um, and women able to have checking accounts um, to be fully ambitious. Yes. So um, my parents eventually moved and built their home um, that is still there. Um, Forty-five years ago in Shorewood, it was a. It is still uh, a predominantly white neighborhood. Um, so I grew up, um, with multiple consciousness. Um, my parents knew that they were going to live in this neighborhood, but my family was not that far away from Southside Chicago Mm -hmm. and summers, winters were definitely back home in the country Mm -hmm. in Kosciuszko, Mississippi with my grandparents. So I had the best of multiple worlds to navigate, um, to witness and see. So growing up um, in a predominantly white um, um, suburb had its challenges and um, hidden lessons that I had to um, had to learn mm-hmm. and understand and manipulate mm-hmm. and um, 
and turn turn it for something of <laughs> good use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So, um, but but um, needless to say, I, I had um, some really great endearing friends. Um, I was able to um, have friends in multiple circles, cultural groups, right. but um, you know, the, yeah. the jocks here, the goth kids here, um, the break dancers here, the skateboarders there, mm-hmm. and then, you know, the, 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 um, the snobs over there. <laughs> I was able and welcome in all of those circles, um, which kind of, you know, uh, <laughs> guided me in how I'm able to um, understand and reach yeah. different audiences. Yeah, yeah. What was the music scene like for you? What kind of music were you listening to? Again, because you're so, you're multicultural, even as a young girl. And this is what I'm understanding, just the different neighborhoods and uh, cities or state experiences that you were having. What was some of the music that you remember as a young girl that you listened and you liked? Well, I grew up with Doug Banks and Tom Joyner on WGCI. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay, uh-huh. so um, having a range of um, old school to what was present. My, my generation was Janet Jackson, went to yeah. every concert. <laughs> but, um, you know, that and Paula Abdul, but yeah. then, you know, Frankie Knuckles, that's yeah. the, that the house. But, then, but my parents or my, my great aunts and uncles, you know, they were making sure that we understand blues. Mm-hmm. And then coming down south, my, my grandparents were making sure that I understand Ella Fitzgerald and the lyrics of Billie Holiday and um, the complexities of a Miles Davis. Mm-hmm. I, I I had it all. And yeah. then, you know, with my, my white crew, I'm listening yeah. to Bon Jovi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Shot um, to the heart and you're yeah. to blame. <laughs> you give love a bad name. <laughs> so yeah, the palette... Um, um, it was why. Yeah, yeah. So, so T Lang, when did you discover dance? Like, were you always a dancer? Like, were you moving at parties? Like, when did you fall in love with dance? Yeah, I had that. I have that family that encourage encourages you to get into the the middle, the center, to um, to show what you're you know what you're working on. Right, right, right. <laughs> to, to brag about what you've been you know playing with or creating. And I'm, I'm thankful that my my family encouraged um, me always moving and twirling and um, making dances um, to encourage that and to uh, to be consistent with that encouragement and support when I made the decision to you know measure and mm-hmm. study the body mm-hmm. um, in college and make a career mm-hmm. um, out of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my my. Um, family were always pushing, pushing me to, to move in. I, I was that child that, um, would stay in my room, um, for endless hours dancing, uh, with my stuffed animals, um, making up new dances, feeling that confidence of, um, unleashing my imagination Mm -hmm. and, and creating new movements and, um, and sensing, you know, eyes, even though they were inanimate objects, but perhaps they were spirits in my room, but commuting and figuring it out in my, my bedroom. So when I was asked by my family to get out into the cypher or to to the middle of the show, (laughs) 
I, I, I had my moves ready. I had my intent. I had um, the courage to, um, to, to be public with my, my playfulness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it paid off. It paid off. So you took that energy with you to the University of Illinois, I take it, I sure right? Did. Yeah. I did. I majored there. Um, gosh. <laughs> 20 years ago. You don't have to say, you don't have to say, you don't have to say. But I know it was awesome for you, right? So it was like, okay, now I'm taking this energy and this vibe and this passion that I have to college. And now you're experimenting more, you're dancing more. Like, are you starting to curate some of some of your your dances at this point, T Lane? Yeah, yeah. You know, um I was Im- immersed into the the department and um, taking more classes than I, I needed to because, um, you know, you always have to be 10 times as good. You yeah, know, you know, I understand. I understand. So understanding that, I you know, I said, hey, well, I'm, I'm, I'm committed. So yeah. um, taking those classes. But I also understood from the encouragement of my family that the club was also my training ground. Uh, you know, the basement parties were also um, um, those institutions that I needed to learn how to move differently and understand that technique mm-hmm. differently mm-hmm. Um, and respect and honor those techniques and qualities differently, just like I was studying um, some of these academic um, processes with movement and theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, um It was in undergrad where um, I started my first dance company, my first dance collective with um, peers in my class um, called What the Funk and uh, Counter Groove Dance Company. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yes, we were um, we were those rebels where, you know, we weren't waiting or allowing rejection if we didn't get cast into a, a predominant work. We weren't waiting for the politics to work in our favor. We started our own thing. We mm-hmm. made something out of nothing mm-hmm. um, to celebrate us. And um, we're consistent with curating those uh, choreographic self-produced works off campus, mm-hmm. um, which I guess um, really um, provides its foundation for, for me being always an independent freelance artist. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Did you, you studied ballet, didn't you, for a bit while you were there? Did you have an opportunity to do ballet? Yeah, I mean, it was one of the forms. But um, in addition to that technique, understanding jazz mm-hmm. um, and um, and the origins that, um, um, that stemmed um, from a Fosse, looking at like a, um, old burlesque dancers, mm-hmm. but... Um, um, and uh, Frank Hatchett's and the Debbie Allen's really understanding those um, aesthetics. I had a great professor um, that taught jazz, um, Erica Wilson Perkins, mm-hmm. um, who um, really broke down not only the jazz fundamentals, but then how it was lending itself into house um, house movement. Um, and yes, yeah, and then uh, really studying uh, contemporary modern um, so beyond beyond ballet, this institution was understanding that um, these abstract forms, these Africanist forms that they weren't truly acknowledging back then, but were the foundation um, of a um, diverse, well-versed mover. Um, so 
yeah, those those studies in those Africanist like improv, jazz, and contemporary modern mm -hmm. was uh, was my was my jam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. T Lang, was it difficult for you to create create space and and start um, your role as an artistic creative? Was it difficult at that time? Um. Difficult in the fact that I wasn't going to allow no to be the final answer. Okay. So difficult um, with um, carving my own path. No. Okay. Difficult with not letting rejection or closed doors or being overlooked um, a deter a determinant. Um, or detriment to um, the growth, nah. Yeah. But I mean, it, it definitely had it, it, its levels okay. to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So how did we get to Atlanta? Right. We're in. We're, we're in Illinois, and we graduate, and we have a bachelor's. We get our master's. How did we get to Atlanta? How did we get here? Well, um, after, I, I lived in New York. I lived in Harlem. Um, and the upper, uh, upper Manhattan mm -hmm. for, uh, nine, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Specifically wanted to live in Harlem because I loved, loved, loved studying, um, Harlem Renaissance mm. and all of the different, um, clubs, the Savoy yeah. Cotton Club and the Living's Lounge yeah. where folks would, um, cut up yeah. and, and create and innovate. So I wanted to live in the, that area and, and, start my my professional performance career and um, after dancing in New York and um, eventually uh, graduating from Tisch School of the Arts at NYU with my my master's mm -hmm. I began choreographing as an independent artist and working working that scene and working my my, my movement voice yes um, and I think after after uh, a certain time, you know, you do some measuring, some, you know, you reach some aims, you get to a certain point and you're trying to itch and you, you, you understand that it's still a game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I was always doing residencies, artist residencies, teaching my, my, my methods and creating um, new works for different um, companies and institutions or that have dance departments. So um, while I was still in New York, I, I, I was invited to be an artist in resident at Spelman College. And um, unbeknownst to me, I didn't, I didn't know they were um, looking for um, more faculty. So when I got back to New York, I got a call and it was a call that made me, you know, consider strongly ah, packing yeah. up and leaving New York. And um, once I made that decision, weighing um, the different paths I could take, mm -hmm. um, Alanda was a smart was a smart choice. Yeah, um, where my work can make bigger impact. And um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to Spellman for all, for seeing that and yeah. investing in that. Yeah, yeah. You've done some beautiful work there. You've done beautiful work there in the museum space and how you talk about the love of how you love how 
the dancers, when they move in that space, the reflection of their movement from the floors in that, in the gallery museum and just how they moved and the synchronicity and just even what they were wearing in some of the movements that, you know, you, you put together was just phenomenal. So I was like, this is a great body of work. And we're going to talk more about that. I want to ask, since you've lived in New York, I'm a New Yorker. I'm from the Bronx. Um, and I love Alvin Ailey and I love watching revelations. And so T Lang, I'm just going to, I'm going to warn you. It's a controversial question. I'm going to ask when I always see revelations, it's always a heart moving movement for me. Revelations, right? Because it is depicting our story as African-American people. And then, you know, in the past couple of years, I haven't been in the the last three years or so, but the last time I went to see Alvin Ailey here in Atlanta and they did Revelations and really the dance company had changed. And so when I see Revelations, I see people that don't look like me (laughs) doing the dance. I see, um, you know, maybe there's some Caucasian people and I see maybe maybe Asian inspired or influenced type people. I'm not really sure, but I remember seeing revelations where everybody in that ensemble was African-American and now it's different. I guess my question is, does that still have impact when you have people interpreting a dance that do not come from that cultural black background. What are your thoughts about that? Oh, <laughs> I thought I'd ask, and you could take the fifth because I don't want to. No, no, you no, know, these are, these are delicious questions to be had. Yeah, regardless if it's uncomfortable and true or false. Yeah. Um, the response is, but it's good to analyze this. I, I, I have two, two, I, two thoughts. Okay. Okay. Around. Right. Um, um, first I want to address, and then the second is a, a tangent, but, um, you know, um, I think of, I, it, it, gosh, I hope you guys can edit all of my, (laughs) we're live, we're live, we're live. (laughs) So, okay. First, I I think of the history of revelation. Yes. The time um, that it was created Mm. when, what was happening in time in Mm. society and culture Mm -hmm. um, of creating that work that Mr. Ailey um, put his blood yes, yes. into. Mm-hmm. Um, so now when you look um, 50 plus years, right. um, time, society, culture has shifted. And I, before we even look at race and the reflection of race, should we also look at the reflection of generation Mm. You know, there are some idiosyncrasies of um, revelations that as time goes on, mm-hmm. it ain't hitting right. Right. You know, right. The, weight, the weight of the movement is right. hitting right. And is that a good, bad, or indifferent mm-hmm. um, thing to notice? Mm. Because thank God we're not getting chased by um, um, 
by dogs yes. and um, being splashed, you know, by water mm-hmm. uh, because we're expressing um, the need for liberation. Right. But we are still getting, you know, uh, all the all the things that they continue to do. Yeah. But it's different, right? It's, different. it's a, it's a different um, reaction or response. So should the movement based on different generations shift and change? Okay. Should the weight, the, the timing um, be different, I- interpreted different mm-hmm. by the performer? Mm-hmm. That's one question to, 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 to consider. But then also with with the the notion of race, now that we are seeing more cultures um, um, bite in to yeah. revelations, right? Was that uh, Mr. Ailey's intent? Uh, was that the intent of the entire dance American Dance Theater mm-hmm. Company? Mm-hmm. Um, um, are we, you know, as we are asking that question, aren't we asking that same question for American ba- um, ballet? You know, right. where, where are we? Yeah. Um, where, why are we not, you know, yeah. why, why are we not on the, the solo yeah. or the, you know, in the front? Yeah. In the court? We're right. asking those same questions. Um, so, yeah, you know, and I, and we should, and we should continue because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How does that affect the viewer? Exactly. And if the viewer, um, uh, if the percentage or the data still shows that it's it's more, it's still African Americans coming mm-hmm. um, to um, to see and demand to see revelations. Yes. Is there a responsibility from the artistic director to um, have it reflect mm-hmm. uh, that community or the American community? All of us. Yeah. Something it's something to question and mm-hmm. consider and to really look deeply into. Mm-hmm. Because the dance represents a moment in our past, right? It it doesn't it's not accelerated to represent what's happening now. I think there's other pieces in the in the movement that can represent that. But the revelations piece? Hmm. Yes, and and the question that I'm arguing is that can it, can it okay, can we look at revelations as it as it relates to the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and beyond. Okay. And can the movement, the weight of the movement, the, the timing of the movement, I, you know, I don't know if you can shift, you can't shift the moves, the sequence of the moves. Right. But you can, can question, can you shift how you are distributing the weight, the, the nuances of the, of the moves mm-hmm. based on time, culture, that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Something to noodle on. Yeah, something to noodle on. I, I appreciate your viewpoint because you're brilliant and you gave it to me from a creative perspective. When I ask other people that are not as drenched in the artistic space like yourself, some people will say, well, it's money, right? Because sometimes it is the people that are making the donations and being the sponsors and, you know, so... That's something else to think of, something else to noodle on, right? That we can think of. But again, I always. And, and those people who, you know, find that they are seeking more representation um, on the stage, well, then go support your local artists like a Tila and Dance. You know, we're seeing, we're seeing 40,000 people come to Fox in February. Yes. Uh, and, you know, we'll see, you know, 0.5% attend. Um, belt ethnic or dance candidate, you know, there right. are other, other companies that are doing those yes. 
stellar work. Yes, yes. Let's talk about the stellar work, T. Lang. Come on. You've done great work at the High Museum. I love that piece you did. It was outside. It was lights. You bring in technology. Why the technology? Talk to me. You're so creative. You think out of the box, the lights, the sound. And I, I felt... De Grazier was like one of your people that, yeah, yeah, he was, yes, and he was so excited. And he was like, Michelle, you got to see, you got to see it. And I took my son. And so he loved it. And, you know, that was a I think it was interesting because, you know, most people think dance might be just for for girls or very feminine. But my son really appreciated the lights and the way the girls were moving to it. He thought it was very interesting. And he was he was young. He's 14 now. So that was a couple of years ago. And I was like, you really like it. He said, yeah, mommy, I really like it. So where was your inspiration for that? And bringing in the technology is just awesome. Talk to us a little bit about that, T. Lang. Oh, thank you. And that's a major compliment when kids, when toddlers can sit, can um, vocal articulate why they like yeah. the work, the dance work, you know, um, that's when you're like, oh, yeah. that's my job. Yeah, okay. you was on it. You were on it. <laughs> different ages. Um, well, you know, I love... Um, talking about untold truths of American history through mm-hmm. the lens of a black woman yeah, and yeah. Had different race, gender, class um, um, to, uh, to analyze. And, um, and technology is not far behind. Um, I, it's interdependent of my work because I love the idea that technology or however we're defining technology play at that specific um, creation. Mm -hmm. For me, like dance, it's sovereignty, it's sovereign land, it's land technology where I can um, come away from the norm, the realities of this world Mm -hmm. and create um, my own space, my own nurturing space. So a lot of the work um, um, we, you know, we, it was sparked by projection mapping and playing with Isadora and Resolute software and getting into more um, um, uh, virtual and augmented reality, extended mm-hmm. reality. As um, as I continue working with the with the high, they've been great supporters yeah. of my work. Um, but this play of technology, um, I'm looking at it as a um, as a space of freedom, liberation. I'm looking at it as a, um, a space where, um, we can insert our, our soul, our code. So it does not become lost Mm -hmm. or manipulated. Um, I am really interested in, um, upping the ante as Mm -hmm. well in Mm -hmm. performances where it can go beyond, um, the the, phys- the physical um, motion, mm-hmm. but you know, I want to bring in the audience deeper into my mind and my imagination. Mm-hmm. And with movement and the costumes and the light and the sound, you know, what will it also be when I'm playing with artificial intelligence and how the viewer is responding to these new worlds? I, I'm. I don't know. I've always been excited uh, playing with Atari and like um, the Wii Station and, and 
taking it apart and figuring how you know how to put it back together yeah. to um, um, make something bigger and fancier. Yeah. And not to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Awesome stuff. I feel T Lang when you express yourself through your dance. Um, I feel it's so intimate. Like when, when you did stuff at the goat farm, I really liked that space. And I felt like we could actually go and like, we could just touch the dancers. They were just so there and, and the silhouettes were just beautiful. And even the costumes, the colors that you choose and the thing, right. You're, you're, you're choosing the costumes. Am I assuming that right? You're choosing what everybody's wearing and it's just wonderful. And I just want to get in your mind for a minute. Who, who where do you get your inspiration from? Where do you get it from? Where does it come uh, from? These these inspirations come from conversations, okay, um, with friends, with peers, with enemies, with um, <laughs> with strangers. Um, deeply listening, mm. deeply um, finding or being open to finding connection, mm-hmm. um, connection that might influence, inspire a spark of an idea, um, and then in turn working with collaborators who are smarter than I and who are more daring and telling them, sharing them my idea and seeing how they will respond and relate to it. So then they can add mm-hmm. their, their layer of seasoning, mm-hmm. the, the costume, the, the initial idea becomes even better and greater. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's being out in these streets, yeah. listening, mm-hmm. talking, Mm-hmm. Um, and, and speaking to people who sure, you know, have something in common, but mm-hmm. those who are not, um, mm-hmm. anything, I, I guess that goes back to circling back to my upbringing, right? Yeah. Being able to move in different circles or, or, um, and be welcomed and accepting so I can pull, extract, be inspired. Mm-hmm. So then the work that I do has a sense of intimacy that this work that I do, that you, you and the person next to you that you don't even know are feeling um, something similar, but wanting to understand why or your entry points might be different as to understanding the why. Mm. Mm. Do you find that what motivates dancers today is similar, is a similar motivation that what you had when you were a younger, younger lady dancing? Is the motivation still the same for dancers? What do you think? I think, and let me, let me give you a little bit more. I think for me, um, you know, seeing the Alvin Ailey's, the Judas Jameson's, the Debbie Allen's, you know, we had fame to watch there. I, you, listen, we had soul train, right. <laughs> to watch in the morning. That was inspiration. Do you think it's the same dancers today have the same artifacts to be inspired or is it something different? Is it, what are you, what is your vibe when you feel with your dancers? They say I ask okay. good questions. So, That's what they say. No, I, I love that. <laughs> um, okay, so two, two things. One of, one of the reasons I, 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 I like to think I can teach anywhere in the world. Okay. Right? I, like, I like to feel confident with um, knowing and um, being um, clear with my expertise. Yes. But I chose and stay and remain at Spelman College because that is my activism. That is my, Mm. um, I feel 
connected. I feel like this is a great a mirror or reflection for me as the, the expert, but the student invite. It, it, it. There's these reflections that are happening that oh, I can share all of my codes, yes. my methods, my theories, my understandings, even the ideas that I'm thinking about because I can share it and communicate it in a way that is effective um, and similar yeah. to how I felt when I was their age. Awesome. That, that um, when I asked my first years, uh, so I have my, my dance company, I'm also a professor at Spelman, but um, when I asked these first years, and when they matriculate, you know, the why, why are you here? Yeah. What are you trying to do? How are you trying to elevate or empower this field? And they are all um, in their own way talking about being of service to movement. Mm. That they, there is a, um, a sense of, um, I need it to breathe and to feel grounded, to feel real, to feel um, um, a sense of, um, what do they usually say? Uh, like just, uh, what, what is this motion? Yeah. It is still a service. They yeah. want to give. They yeah. want to be a part of yeah. dance. They want to be dance. They want to breathe and all of the things create and innovate and empower mm. dance. They mm. want to give it. And that spark is still um, similar to yeah. how I felt when I was a girl, when I was making those choices yeah. to study and study intently mm. in the spaces um, that I still see it. Now, how, wherever they go is mm. where they go, where mm-hmm. they're supposed to, but um but knowing that they want to be of service, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's good. I think the outlets are different though. I think though, when you were a young lady, you could come and just, you can experiment in the clubs and do different things. Like, you know, as we say in the streets, but you know, you could see and pick up things and just express yourself and do different things. And, and I, and I guess because I don't know where the spots are for younger people, like where they're going. Cause I just feel like it's just this. You're just doing this the whole time. Right? Right, T-Lang? It is. Well, you know, perhaps thinking of it like, okay, is the, is TikTok the new club? (laughs) Which is what? A minute, two minutes, three minutes? Whereas we were growing up, we danced for hours. Hours. And I'm probably going to sound very ageist and allow me, allow me some, you know. Sure. Right. But y'all ain't doing it. Yeah. You ain't doing it. You ain't doing it. We go out, have a change of clothes, T-Lang, like, you know, because we would sweat out what we brought and we change and sweat and be like, you know, and like hours and your my mom would be like, you mean to tell me you're coming here this time? And I was like, because the party didn't get hot till like two or three in the morning. And that's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> what it and, was. and beautiful thing, like for that, unlike what, what, I, what I'm seeing and understanding with TikTok is that back in our day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, when you get into the cipher, you're showing individual expression of new generated movement right. in real time. Right. You're not repeating verbatim mm-hmm. what someone else did. Right. Like you're doing all exactly. yeah. digital platforms. Mm-hmm. So it's a template now. Everything is a template and we we applaud them those that are doing it because oh, it looks really cute, but we want originality. And, and that's really the stem of my question with the dancers that come into your midst, 
you know, what is their why? And I'm glad to hear and know that their passion, you know, their passion, because it translates. I see it, you know, beautiful work, beautiful work that they're doing, beautiful work that they're doing. Talk to me, T. Lang, about the Movement Lab. What's going on in your lab? What's real? And, you know, I'm giving you a pass because of this doggone COVID, right? Two years of us being locked in. But things are starting to change, so I'm just hoping maybe we'll see some. Talk to me about the Movement Lab. Well, thank you. Um, I The Movement Lab is on the move again. Yes. Uh, I love um, what we've created. So essentially, I essentially I needed uninterrupted space to work with my, my collaborators and dancers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I'm not going to use it all the time, if I'm not in the, the studio 24-7 like I used to, mm-hmm. I wanted other Black women creatives and their allies to have cool, nice. and safe, nurturing space that has resources for, for them to innovate and execute. Um, so for the last three years, um, it's been it's been that um, that space of service for innovators, creative entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, working through a pandemic um, <sighs> has been challenging, and we were steadfast and thriving, mm. and um, um, had to leave our location in the West End to come back to the Goat Farm Art Center <sighs> um, in July. Um, but now, just an update, the goat farm is getting ready to go through major renovations. Oh. So we're, um, we're going to be on the move again doing pop-ups. Okay. But um, yeah, the Movement Lab is a space where entre- creative entrepreneurs can come and workshop ideas, yes. noodle around some ideas, um, pro- have resources to empower their ideas, um, with equipment or more brain power. Um, it is a space where you can um, fail with an experiment and then tinker around and think about some more to produce and have a successful outcome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So right now we're going to be hopefully doing some pop-ups throughout the city, but I'm finding personally for me, I need to fall back. Really? This, maybe this maybe this year. Yeah, I want to fall back and re-strategize my some of my business plans okay. and um, and build some more capital. Mm-hmm. Um, generate some uh, more teams, mm. uh, more more folks on my team mm-hmm. to help catapult. So then, when we come back on into physical space, um, consistent, mm-hmm. uninterrupted space mm-hmm. that um, launched some of my ideas. That I've been yes, about. yes, yes. That was my next question because I personally would like to see you have a base in New York as well as Atlanta and maybe back home in Illinois. And maybe there's some some vibe for you on the West. Like I because I think your work is really good. And, you know, I love that you're here in Atlanta. We get to hoard you all to ourselves. But, you know, expanding your legacy and your footprint ideally would be 
phenomenal, right? So I am in agreement with you in expanding your team with more like-minded people like yourself, where you can have a beautiful piece or, you know, and, and it can go on tour. Like why can't T Lang's work go on tour, you know, maybe spring or summer, do a couple of t- uh, shows in different cities so people can, you know, see what you're doing. And because and, what we need T Lang is inspiration, right? And most times for black people, we're inspired through music, through dance, through art. And, you know, it would be wonderful to be able to see this. Like there are people that have never been to a production, right? And you go and you bless them and they'll see other brown and beautiful young ladies dancing and see a beautiful artistic director like yourself. This is inspiration. So yeah, get out of the way pandemic, like (laughs) get out of the way, you know, so that we can get back into the physical space yeah, because I think we need it. I think people need, we need to st- continue to be connected to what makes us so gorgeous as human beings. And it always has been through our music and dance and movement, right? And everyone, each, even the, the people in your dance, they don't look the same. They're all built differently. They kind of move a little differently. One gives you a little bit more this way. Another one gives it. They just have their own spice and sassy and sauciness to it, which is just encouraging. Because again, we are knocking down the walls of this stereotypical thing about we all need to look the same. And I think through dance, it helps people to express themselves as an individual with a collective group, right? So I think it's a beautiful thing that you're doing. I think it's awesome. So now we're going, you're going to take a step back, work on the Capitol. You got some projects in mind. You're going to, I heard pop-ups. Could we expect maybe a pop-up here or there this year? Maybe. Yeah. You know, um, with, with all that, Thank you, Michelle. With all that I would love to do and to continue to do, fiscal support is certainly yes. needed. Yes. Um, fund these crazy um, but cohesive ideas. Yes. Yes. That every company does. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll be doing pop ups of our lab reports. I'm still tinkering, so I'm not ready to uh, share. That's too fine. Much. That's fine. But also, um, as we're um, as we're writing more grants and raising more capital is specifically for my, my new research called black soul codes. Mm. Uh, this is a uh, uh, research project that myself and a longtime collaborator, Dr. Michelle Height mm-hmm. and, and I have been working on. And in addition with uh, a new creator, um, an Imagineer, an mm-hmm. engineer, mm-hmm. JC Holmes. Nice. So, um, I'll be working and creating and thinking and um, blowing things up and putting them back together um, as I'm thinking about motion capturing mm. and creating some data sets um, and um, thinking about machine learning for, for movement in different different ways. Nice. Nice. Very good. Very good. That's excellent. I'm excited. I think it's a good time Um it's an, it was unfortunate, right, with what we saw with George Floyd and just things happening within our communities. But it opened up the eyes of people, right, people that didn't know that this type of behavior was going on. Um, and, and by that happening, 
people are opening up their purses and their wallets and they want to support things that help empower our communities, right? So I think it's a, it's a great opportunity to just, as you say, just think about some things, get some things working on because again, this work that you're doing is important. It's important. It is because it, it, it helps continue to tell our stories, right? And, and we want to share them with the audiences that want to see them. So I think it's great work. I think it's great. How can people find you, T-Lang? Where are you? Uh, well, definitely check out our website. Yes. www.peelingdance.com. Um, we're on social media. Same same handle, Peeling mm-hmm. Dance. Peeling Dance. Mm-hmm. Find us. We're yeah. there. We're on IG and Facebook. I guess I'm going to need a new intern to get on TikTok. Uh, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely, definitely need. Maybe we can start. You need. You, that's an excellent idea, T-Lang. You should do some teasers. You should yeah. just. And, you know, make it be about you, right? You know, just an opportunity to express how you feel through dance. Because you still got moves, girl. I've seen you. Listen, I've seen you sweating. Listen, I have. I have 40 more summers here. Okay. Girl. I've seen it. I was like, go, girl. Get them. Get them together on the dance floor. I've seen it. So give it to them on TikTok. Michelle, when's the next Tambor part? I don't know. I have no idea. You know what the problem is, T-Lang, here in Atlanta? Unfortunately, a lot of the places and spaces we used to have for dance have closed down. So that has been the restriction. Like, that has been the problem. Yeah, because we don't really have the spaces like we used to to get down to get loose. So what's happening is, is people are waiting for the weather to change and everything is at the parks, Right. So we got to find a place. I, I think there's some bubble and some movement at underground Atlanta, you know, underground Atlanta, some spots over there. I haven't checked out, but I've seen some parties come through, but that's what we got. You're right. You're right. I can't wait to um, have conversations about the underground and the energy of the underground. Yeah. I mean, what's happening is what's happening. Yeah. But I'm really curious with how black folk are feeling when yeah. they go into the space. Yeah. They know, understand the history of the space. Yeah, I don't know. And then, you know, what's going on, T-Lang, is cross-pollination because younger generation of kids are dancing with us and we're dancing with them because, you know, we're getting older. We're not ready to sit down all the way, but we got to pat, we got to make room on the floor for them. And, you know, so it's got to be a collaboration. It, it can't be old school forever. You got to kind of let, you know, you got to show them, got to tell them what's up. You got to, you know, you got to give it to them. So I'm, I'm excited to see where we're going with this because I am not ready to sit down. I'm ready to, right, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to get my towel and be like, whew, because it's a release, T-Lang. You know it. When right. you when you dance, you let it all, you leave it right there on the dance floor. And we need it. After these two years, we haven't seen people. I haven't seen you in two. I mean, we don't see people. And so we need it. So, yeah, tell the people one more time where we can find you. And your donation buttons are working on the website, right? We can yeah. make donations. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if you make your donations, they're tax deductible. Awesome. So we accept all types of donations, even well wishes. We yes. Really um, so, yeah, uh, tlangdance.com is my website. 
Yeah. And um, you can find us, T-Line Dance, on Facebook and um, Instagram. Yes, awesome. It was a pleasure talking Thanks. with you. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yes, you um, are a beautiful... Bye insightful, passionate person. You are gorgeous inside and out. This was an honor to have this conversation with you. I so much appreciate your work and what you've done um, here in Atlanta, just touching the lives of so many people through your artistic ideas and designs. And it's just been wonderful. I wish you nothing but continued success. Anything that I can do with my platform and my brand, sign me up. I'll be more than happy to help volunteers, sign the people, walk them to their seats, usher, you know, to do the parking lot at the goat farm, <laughs> like tell them where to go, <laughs> whatever you need to, to just make sure that your nights and dance are successful. I'm there. Thank you so much. You that are welcome. Nice. You're yeah. very, you're very welcome. Well, that's my time, people. You know where I am. You can catch me everywhere. I'm Real Chicks Rock. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. You guys follow me. Listen, I got t-shirts out there. You guys go to realchicksrock.com. Subscribe so you don't miss an, a newsletter or blog. Um, until next time, guys, listen. May you live to be a hundred and I live to be a hundred minus a day. So I never have to know that beautiful people like you have passed away until next time. Take care, be well and rock on. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you have a product or service you'd like to have promoted during the show, please contact us at info at realchicksrock.com and we'll send you the details. We're reaching the masses and we would love for you to join us on the ride. Until next time, take care and continue to rock on.